0: Circle Podcast, with Julie, Glenn, and Phil, exploring and expanding the consciousness, learning from each other. Discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello, and welcome to the Full Circle
1: Podcast. Hello, Phil. Hi, Julie. Hello, Phil. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Good. Have you had a very good, good. week. You sound really excited. You do? Have yeah. you sat on
0: something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really looking forward to this one. And re- do you know what, Julie? I'm really looking forward to putting Glenn on the spot for a bit. Yeah. We'll know. Actually, with this episode. So yeah.
1: It's but yeah, be
0: good. I have had a good week, actually. A busy. What oh, a busy week. A busy week. Um, we're in May. We're recording this in May. Yeah, um, and on my Facebook page, um, I put out a, a special offer, a reading offer, mm-hmm. um, yeah. bank for May Bank Holiday, and I've extended that for for the length of May. Right, and that people are so, keeping me so busy with that. <laughs> oh, to be honest, really. So, yeah. um, so yes, yeah, so I've been busy with that on top of like work, work. and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I've had a, a productive. A productive month so far. Actually. And I've had a
2: quiet couple of weeks in some respects, which is uh, different for my business. It tends yeah, to be yeah. busier. But I think we need a bit of sunshine. So that will change soon.
1: I was going to say, I bet you filled the gaps in, didn't you, in those quiet times? Because you never stand still for a <laughs> second.
2: I did fill my time, yes. I <laughs> did have a bit of a
1: break, though. Yeah. Ten minute break, was it? A bit longer than that, yeah.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you went to bed early on a couple of occasions. Oh, Did you? Yeah. Half oh. oh, past oh. eleven, that's unheard of for me.
0: That's oh. late for me. Is
2: it? Yeah. it's
0: yeah. early for me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, Glenn. Glenn's on the spot. And Well-D. we are Under the spotlight. talking <laughs> today about psychic abilities mediumship mediumship mm. and so because glenn is our medium our uh, resident, resident our resident full-time working medium that's why that's why we're putting glenn on the in the mastermind chair oh dear <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no pressure then none at all no.
0: <laughs> so i haven't really got any questions so i thought actually it'd be quite nice for this to be organic <coughs> really so yeah um let's talk about then Glenn, what mediumship is what what do what do you what would you say mediumship is
1: i would say mediumship is a discipline um first of all before you can um you can work in mediumship you've got to know yourself you've got to know mm-hmm. your flaws you've got to know uh you know celebrate your successes uh, and obviously do that without coming from a place of the ego
2: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> And a medium really is um, a vessel, a vessel for light, love, healing, and information to come through and to come down into the physical realm on the earth plane. And so um, your job really is to keep yourself clean and cleansed as a vessel yeah. and also not to uh, influence any of the information that comes through you uh, from the spirit world. So, um, again, it takes quite a lot of discipline. Takes years of uh, practice and um, um, collaboration, and building that trust bond between your spirit guides, your spirit team, and helpers, and also um, learning the different ways that your guides actually work with you. Now, um, I could go on a little further with that if you'd like me to. Yeah, yeah, um, please. Yeah, you know. So they may use uh, such as clear sentience, which is um, clear feeling. They'll put a feeling, a sensation on you. Maybe this is connected to either your communicator in the spirit realm, or it could be energies that you're picking up psychically from your client there. And so they'll put the sensations on maybe an illness or something on a part of your body, anatomy. And as a medium, it's your job to to relay that information back to your client with as much description as possible and detail as possible so that they can resonate with that information. Mm. uh but also our guides they use other clears. so we've got clairvoyance which is clear seeing and this can come in two ways one is uh the third eye the pineal gland and they will show you images uh quick flashes of Im- images there and it works similar to um how the imagination works you know when you have an idea in your mind and you think oh yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd really like to go to that place or do that or make that yeah They utilize that part of the brain. And so, again, they will use this part of the brain to deliver messages to you uh, so that you can then describe clearly and accurately to your client uh, so that they resonate with that information. Now, when they use this uh, particular spiritual gift, they will, um, like I say, come through really quick bursts, quick flashes of images. Sometimes it's a still image. Mm. sometimes it's like a video replay. And uh, the medium, if they don't get it the first time around, um, I always sort of uh, suggest that the Ask Their Spirit team can you show me that again, please. Or can you slow right. that down? Can you zoom into that? Like you would using a TV remote control. You know, it, it kind of works on that that sort of basis. But there are other clears that they work with. So we have Clear Audience, audience yeah, yeah. Uh, which is Clear Hearing. And that's just... Uh, that's listening with your physical ears and also listening with your spiritual ears, which are located at the side of your temples there. And, um, again, um, your spirit guides will communicate with you, uh, with a voice. So you may hear in your mind, a different voice, um, from your own, your own internal monologue. You'll hear accents in there. The delivery is changed as well. And no, it's not schizophrenia, (laughs) you know, it's, um, There'll be intelligent communication, so you'll be able to have this conversation uh, with the guides that are bringing this clear audience through. Sometimes you may hear a noise within your surroundings with your physical ears. Again, this is also your spirit team and, ha- and guides and helpers um, trying to relay information to you. But what i found happens almost every single reading I do is my uh, my guides, they bring in songs. And I can hear them playing in my mind as clear as day, as if I'm listening to them on the radio. Yeah. And so they use this quite regularly, obviously because I'm a musician as well, they have that... good uh, channel for you, isn't it? Yeah, they have Mm. that knowledge base Mm. within me to pick from, you know, with the songs that I'm familiar with. And so they pick from that. And with this in mind, uh, that is um, a message for a client in itself. So I always advise Mm. the client to... uh, research the lyrics for that song, also look into the name of the artist and the song, because nine times out of ten, um, there's there's a message for them. Um, Music is powerful as well, yeah, isn't it, yeah. sound? It is, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously it's a frequency, and it's. I've found that Spirit use the quickest uh, way to get information to you as possible. So if you've already got that information stored within you, all they've got to do is access it and press a button, so to speak, a trigger within your mind to draw your attention to it so that you can then relay that to your client. Yeah. Uh but they will also use um uh, like smells as well um and tastes clear clear aliens is clear smelling isn't it? Um I, I believe so. Yeah. Um so they'll they'll use that. They'll bring um an aroma, a perfume maybe of a, a loved one that's passed. And again, that evokes a memory. Um, they'll bring a taste in, something that they like to uh, eat, you know, something they enjoyed when they was on the earth plane. And again, as a medium, it's your job to um, um, to witness that and then to relate it back to your mm-hmm. client as quick as possible, I find. Because like I say, it does come in sh- quick faster bursts mm. so you have to be on the ball and this goes back to what i was saying with you being allowing yourself to be a clear vessel mm. and then this allows you to to witness that a lot quicker yeah yeah
2: there's also trans mediumship as well can you explain a little bit about that glenn as well
1: i can well um i have done it for oh a few years now but i have i've had i would say about 15 years break from it and up until recently I was inspired um, to start and do it again with yourself, Julie. Um, Thank you. And um, yeah, what transmediumship is, basically, um, again, I mentioned a medium is a vessel, but with transmediumship, you're allowing your spirit team or a communicator to draw even closer than they usually do. And you're allowing them to use you as an instrument. And so you're allowing them to uh, energetically step inside your body,
2: yeah,
1: and um, I, I like take control of your vocals, your vocal cords, and allow sound to travel through you. And in my experience, what's what's happening with the medium who sat in the chair? They're in like a meditative state, yeah, and they're feeling very re- relaxed. Um, and the next moment, you feel like you're actually standing behind yourself
2: like an out-of-body experience yeah
1: you feel very at peace very calm um yet you can hear this voice happening you can hear this voice speaking and you're aware that this voice is coming through you but you have no knowledge of the information that's coming through Mm -hmm. you're not formulating any of those words in your mind you're not thinking about them it's just sort of occurring and so um it's, so it's a direct channel rather than relaying
2: information then, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. You're just stepping out the way. And, and again, this goes back to um, trusting your guides and your inspirers that they have you safe and that you are protected whilst you're doing this. And obviously, you've got to have the right settings. So your environment um, has got to be quiet, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the right people who resonate with you. Um, so there's no sort of energetic interruptions either, it's all got to be pure. And, um, what I've also discovered, um, recently is that, um, an ascension column, uh, suddenly uh, came into my home, um, which you'll uh, be able to, uh, <laughs> I can
0: confirm elaborate that. <laughs> that
1: on that, Julie. And, yeah, can I, Sorry Glenn can I just ask Of course can I just ask what an ascension column is Uh well to my knowledge what what's happened with this one in this house um lots of things started to happen it was all to do with the energetic frequencies within the home and we had um numerous spirit visitors yeah. coming in
2: quite a lot of activity
1: and they were setting the fire alarms off <laughs> even when there, there was no batteries in there Yeah, yeah. Every seven minutes, we found we was timing it, and it was frustrating. In the end, we had to turn the the whole power, the off. whole power off yeah. to the lights because they're wired to the lights and everything. And, and even when that happened, no batteries in there, and they were still going off for <laughs> seven minutes. So we was <laughs> calling in upon the the guides to tell them to calm down and stop There's that.
2: Obviously, a message there they wanted to give us to yeah. work
1: yeah. with with this Let's energy, get but, our attention. But also the ascension column, it's um is to help your spiritual gifts and align your frequencies so that you go on the next uh, step on your spiritual journey. Um, in terms of your abilities, your gifts, uh, spiritual gifts and talents, which it it's not f- for you, it's coming through, through you. you, and yes, it's yeah. to help heal others and give them that knowledge base. So, I feel quite privileged that they. Have chosen me and, and the house and uh to to do this. Um so divine channeling, I suppose. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. yeah
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's um it's a funny experience because we, we had to um we had to kind of channel the energy um so it aligned. Yeah. Because it was knocking out the electricity electricity, and it was making us all feel a little bit strange. In fact, uh, Julie, you had an experience here, yeah, didn't you?
2: Yeah, um, it was a few weeks back where I felt like I was lifting or ascending from yeah. my chair. I felt quite sick. Uh, I thought I was going to be physically sick, um, but I managed to ground myself, and uh, there was a higher being. Um, I couldn't see it because I'm a, um, clair, clairsentient, where I feel things. Um, but I was told that there was a higher being wanting to come in through me, almost like a trance medium um, session. But you're normally in a trance to do that, but I I wasn't in a trance, so it was a bit unusual, and I was obviously a little bit too strong for my body to accept it at that time. Yeah. You know.
1: But you Mm. actually felt a little bit sick there, didn't you? You had to lie down. I had to lie down for
2: a a while, and the the next couple of days, uh, I never mentioned... um, What had happened, and various people asked me if I was okay, and I said, I'm fine. Why? And they said, Well, you look distracted. And yeah, bizarre. Yeah, I've not, you know, people have not said that about me. (laughs) They've said many things, but not that. (laughs) And I also had my chakras doused, and they were all closed, which is again very unheard of. And they're still closed. (laughs) They're all still closed, uh, even though I'm working with energy and full of energy, which is quite bizarre. So I think there is a protection element around me at the moment that I'm Mm. not able to see, Yeah, which is working through me subconsciously.
0: Mm. So, Glenn, you work with your spirit team.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And I know that we have our highest guide um, and different guides at different times of our life and different lessons and different journeys. We have different guides that we work with, don't we? But I know you're the same as me. We call them the spirit team. It's a collective. Exactly. Um, can you tell us a little bit about about how you work with your spirit team?
1: Okay, well, um, I have a main guide, and I've always been aware of this uh, gentleman um, since I started on my spiritual journey over 20, 25 years ago. And um, he, uh, he governs what information comes in. Um, who's allowed to come in, who's allowed to communicate with me as well. Yeah. And, um, also over the period of time, we have built up that trust bond, that relationship there. And so he is the first port of call before any other communicator uh, comes in there. But, um, uh, there are a couple of other guides that I work with and one in particular, his role, as he uh, has explained to me is he connects energy. So for example, if I'm giving a reading to a client, he will extend um, my energy to meet theirs, almost like um, telephone wires. Yeah. And he will bridge that connection, allow that energy to be exchanged. And upon completion of that, he will then allow that energy to be uh, unplugged and cleansed and healed and then come back to myself. Uh, but he also does this uh, remotely when i'm working with clients um, overseas um via the internet for example um he connects into that energy grid he connects into their auras and their energy and does the same so in many as- aspects um we're never we're kind of all one really and mm. and my guide helps to facilitate that but there's another guide that i have who is my artist guide and what he does is he channels um, psychic art and I just, it's almost again like going into like a meditative state where I relax my mind, relax my body, just hold a pen in my hand to paper and my hand physically moves by itself and this is by the, um, the inspiration of my artist guide and what he does is he directly channels the images onto the paper using me as the instrument there. And so for me, I have no idea what's going to form on the paper or anything. And it's the best way I can describe it from my perspective is it's like looking at a a computer printer doing its job and my heart, my hands just moving on of its own accord. It's
2: automatic drawing, isn't it?
1: That's right. Yeah. And so there are my three, uh, principal guides, if you like, and um, I also communicate with my higher self as well, which I'm sure every medium does, and I always acknowledge that when I make my connection um, to my team. Uh, But the rest of the spiritual team, um, I've just been, I was always told it it was a collective, and they they come in when um, you're in need of assistance for a particular job role or or whatever you need to get you through a situation. And so they're a bit like a Swiss army knife. They're allowed to come out, hmm. um, you know, and help you in that instance. But again, it's down to free will. You have to ask as a medium, I really need help with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you ask, you uh, need to be open to receive. Yeah. And they're always there. So um, I always acknowledge them as a team for that reason and also another reason is um, I was told many years ago uh, by my main guide, uh, Tom, that's his name, um, and he gave me that name simply because um, that obviously was his name when he was uh, on the earth, earth plane. But he also said that um, we don't often use names because um, we're all energy. We're not coming from the perspective of the ego. So we're all a collective. We're all on the same side, sort of thing. So yeah. the information is the star, is the key. But to enable us to establish that trust bond with you and that uh, strong link, uh, we give you our names to work with. Uh, so you have a reference point. If that makes you sense, you think
0: it's like familiar, being familiar with something, yeah, as well to make you comfortable.
1: Definitely, yeah. Definitely
0: it's almost
1: like it's
0: it's to me it's as though, yeah, actually our spirit teams are all part of the collective we yeah. we are part of the collective, of that, of the collective. so actually that information that we are tapping into and receiving from our spirit team, actually we have that information already.
1: That's yeah. correct. yeah, definitely. So I mean,
0: they're telling, they're giving us information that we actually already
2: we know. already know. We, yeah, it's a confirmation. Yeah, are
1: yeah. aligning us with it. Yeah, aren't they? And and in many respects, as mediums, when we're working with our clients, that's what we're doing because they already have that information within them, and we're just kind of steering them, like our guides do with us, in that direction so that they can find it and align with it again. Mm.
2: Yeah. What happened when you you first were, was able to? be open to uh, mediumship you know how old were you oh the
1: the journey I think I've always noticed I've been a a bit of a an odd bod so to speak Uh, no pun intended on my name but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah from an early age I I was the sort of guy that would kind of uh, be left on the line when there was choosing a team to play football I was the outsider if you understand and uh, you know I was no different than everybody else but I I just feel looking back now on an energetic level, uh, the other children must have picked up on something. You know, when people do that and they kind of, you know, step back. And I think that kind of happened when I was in the infant school. But uh, my true awakening when I first realized was I would say I'd be the age of 18. Right. And uh, the journey started really, um, I was in a position where as most 18-year-olds are, they like to uh, go out and party, don't they? They like to have a laugh with their friends. Yeah. And, of course, one thing leads to another, and you talk about uh, ghost stories and things like that. Yeah. And for some reason, I just felt the need to pick up a pen and paper. Uh, and when I did, I just rested my hand on the paper. And before you know it, my hand started moving of its own accord, and all this text this handwriting started to appear on the page and it was relaying a message to us all. And so my other friends would read that as I'm, as it coming onto the page and this, this happened, you know, it intrigued us all. So, you know, we, we kept doing it a little bit more and a little bit more in that respect. And before you knew it, I was hearing the voice of what was needed to be put on the page before it actually appeared on the page right? Uh, yeah. from an external source, if that makes sense. And so um, the automatic writing, and this is what that uh, technique is called, that turned into psychic art. And um, so what would happen? Again, pen to paper, like I described earlier, and these faces would appear mm-hmm. in the form of artwork. But at the same time, I was... Able to hear this uh, commentary, this dialogue from my spirit team, but at the time I didn't realise who they were. I didn't realise it was a spirit team at all until um, a little bit later on. I was experiencing um, visitors in before I went to bed, and so I'd lie there in bed, and the next minute I would see this um, like white tunnel appear at the end of my bed, with, and I would see this visually with my physical eyes. Mm. And as you can imagine, if you, if for anybody <laughs> at any age, you see that the Isn't end of your bed. Scary. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And it, it left me in mm. such a state of panic that I could not move anything other than my eyes. I was, like, paralysed. Yeah. And in that moment, I could see at the end of that tunnel thousands of different faces there. Wow. And I had no recollection of any of them, but I was just saying in my mind, because I couldn't move, I don't want to go yet. <laughs> I don't want to go yeah. yet. It's not my time yet. And um, this kept happening, so I lost a lot of sleep, and I was starting to tell family about it. And, of course, you get excited when you work with spirit, especially if it's a new thing to you, and so you're expressing this to friends and family, and they're, like, looking at you a little bit. Hang on a minute, is he all right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, They don't understand if they've not been able to see what you've seen, I guess.
1: That's right, but um, I was lucky enough that... um, Um, My family knew people that went to a a spiritualist church. And from then on in, that's when I got to learn about uh, the chakra system and how to open and close. And once I learned how to close and meeting my guide in a meditation, then that calmed things down for me and it allowed me to carry on being an 18-year-old.
2: Yeah, you're more in control then, I guess, of your energy and your communication
1: system. That's right. But as we know... um, when spirit wants to work with you, <laughs> they're going to work with you. So I thought that was it. That was, you know, I've done with them. they are done with me. Um, it kept coming around every so many years until the point where I think I was in my early 20s uh, where I, I said, okay, okay, what do I need to do? <laughs> and I, I enlisted into a, a spiritualist church to develop all this, the skills required to be a, a working medium.
2: mm Interesting.
0: mm
1: so you've talked about
0: um, how you work as a medium then you've talked yeah. about psychic art there yeah. as well automatic writing automatic writing what yeah. other methods what other methods do you use yeah do you use um, cards to do readings oh i see um, crystal
1: ball yeah yeah i can use uh, most methods actually um when I'm with a client i, I generally I like to mix it up a little bit. So I'll work uh, psychically, you know, connecting with their energy like I described earlier with the use of my my guide and then relay that information back to them. Um, I'll also connect with um, my main guide and ask for any of their friends, family or loved ones to come in that have a message and can bring in some evidential um, information for them. And then um, I generally, halfway through the reading this is when my guides inspire me to use angel tarot cards. Right. Um, so they're not the traditional style of tarot cards, but I, I find that um, clients like something visual, something tangible, yes, and yeah. it allows them to feel part of the experience. So for me, that's why I use them, just to involve the client. But also um, the cards offer a different like form of reading if you like they like prompts or cue cards so as a medium they kind of help you in a way to to get more on point with your reading
0: Mm yeah
1: as well but um yeah i do use uh crystal balls as well not necessarily in readings i would say for me it's more on a personal note and i use them to to store and bank energy so yeah Mm. For example, if you're feeling hyperactive one day and you just can't shake the energy off, I sit there and I hold the crystal ball whilst watching the TV and I bank that energy within that crystal ball for a time when I may be feeling a little Mm -hmm. bit drained. Ah, Oh, yeah. Good good idea. I just hold that. And Mm. so I use the crystal ball for that tool. But obviously there's pendulum work that you can use. And um, for me, I, I tend to use that on a personal level if I'm just wanting that... That little bit of uh, clarification, you know. Yeah, um, I find I find that a very good tool for that. Uh, but generally speaking, I, I just uh, trust the wisdom of my guides and helpers, and and channel that information that way. Uh, you're probably the
0: same as me, Glenn. Actually, do you know when you read when you're reading cards? Yeah. Uh, and and you might use you might come across um, a card in one reading, and then that same card in a different reading. And then again the in a off. different reading, yeah. yeah, you you can always get there's always different messages from that same card.
1: That's correct, yeah. It yeah. depends the client with the client that you're working with and their energy. And um, you're quite right. I mean, when you're looking at the card as well, you you perceive it different. So, like an image on the card, yeah, um, or the, the color, yeah, the color means something different for that client, yeah. Um,
0: You're the same as me as well with using numbers, aren't you? So you pick out, you are giving specific angel numbers
1: for mm. clients as well. That's right. I, I've found uh, my guides over the years now, they like to add um, a value to a reading. And so they also like to give the client homework. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is something they do on a regular basis, like you quite rightly said, where they give the client an angel number and an angel number is a number that you can research either on the internet or you can buy books with them in. And what they do is they, they provide an additional reading for the client. Yeah. So they're going away with a Brucey bonus, so to speak, in I, that manner. I didn't yeah. realise
2: there were so many different angel numbers, actually. There's yeah.
0: masses yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't
2: realise that.
0: Mm. Julie, you work with, Glenn was talking about the, the pendulum pendulum. Yeah. on. You work cyclically with cyclically cyclically
2: psychically <laughs> Psychic- one. psychically yeah with get the pendulum taking. don't you <laughs> i do i use it in my healing sessions too um i can also get confirmation by asking a question and we'll be given a direction from the pendulum i also use it to douse energy from the chakras yeah uh, beginning yeah. at the end of a session um and i discovered i could work with the pendulum when i was a teenager where one of my friends, she sort of introduced me to it and she sort of said, hold, hold the pendulum and, and it will move. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and it didn't actually move very much for her, but as soon as I picked it up, it, it really seemed to move and I, I dropped it because it was a bit of a shock at first. But then mm-hmm. I realised that that's okay. You know, I can do this, so I can work with it. And it's been a very useful tool for many years for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great.
0: Do you use any cards or anything, Julie? Or
2: um, I don't use cards, but I use crystals and I tune into the energy of crystals yeah. for clients. And I also like to ask a client uh, what they want to achieve. You know, from the session, I like to be able to to complete something for them. Whether it's energetic yeah. shift yeah. or yeah. emotional, or if it's a physical ailment, I do my best to focus on that area. And then I get the feedback uh, from the clients at the end of the session and moving forward as well. I always like to keep in contact with them mm. and see how they're doing. Uh, but I added the crystals because I've got a love for crystals, and I've suddenly revisited that love for crystals and collected more and more. But I'm Earth, you see, Earth, Earth, Earth. We were talking about feng shui, yeah, and I now realise why I have this fascination for crystals um, yeah. because it's all Earth and grounding. And a lot of the clients that come to me for healing do want to be grounded and feel, you know, more secure.
1: Yeah. Could I just ask you, Phil, about how you work with your cards? Because as mediums, we all work slightly differently. And it'd be interesting to hear your side of things.
0: I work with different types of cards. I've never, yeah. I've, I've, I have I tarot. Yeah. Um. I've never really been drawn until very recently I've never really been drawn to use them. Right. So I've okay. always tended to use different packs of oracle cards. Yeah. So I work with angel oracle cards, uh crystal cards. Crystal cards. Earth, that, Earth yeah. cards, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um um higher bean cards, ancestors, ancestor cards. So a, um a lot of different um oracle cards. Um and I try I like to do different spreads. So at yeah. the minute I'm working yeah. with um, – I've been working with a seven-card spread, uh, yeah. which is actually quite nice, and working with angels and ancestors for that spread. Um, so I like to use different spreads. Um, I, tr- I What I do first before I do any reading, before I do any yeah. uh, energy work with any client, I will tune into their energy before the session or before the reading as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important because that can – give you it's such a the, the right yeah vibe, the, the, doesn't the, it? and the building blocks the, reading. For yeah. the building blocks really for how that session's going to pan out yeah. um I, I have a um a form that i send out to people um okay. asking them what they would like to bring to that session as well so they have an idea of the area that they want to work on or any questions that they might have for the cards or anything like that.
1: That's a nice yeah. idea because um, some clients, they have different um, agendas, if that's the correct word to use, and some would like to know about love life, for example. Some just would like to hear the hear the evidence, you know. Others would just... Uh, Better guidance as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and so it's good that you do that. Do you know, I don't know about you, Glenn,
0: and Julie, but a lot of the readings that I am doing, a lot of the, the clients that I'm working with at the minute, the readings are around, and I know this is basically in the collective consciousness, but the yeah. readings are really um, themed around ascension and expansion mm-hmm. and and changes and new beginnings, and I know that that's happening at the minute. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Um, with that. Yeah. and that is that is a big common theme raising um, the vibration
2: yeah. and ascending yeah to that's a about,
0: big common think. theme
1: around readings at the minute for me yeah um with without sounding disrespectful um quite a few clients that aren't aware of this uh this line of work or energy they find that a little bit perplexing so to speak yes mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I bet you found this Phil where you have to go into a little bit more detail so that they can understand the information.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do have that line. I leave that line open for them yeah. for any questions, if they want to discuss anything anything further then. I'm always there for any support for them after as well. To, Sometimes so.
2: people can't think at the time. They, they have to take the information away and digest it. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're given more signs then
0: to confirm. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, do you know, actually, when I've done a reading, if I've done a reading, yeah, I will always ask for feedback. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. that is so important
1: so, that you have uh, that feedback yeah, from that client as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Again, it's it's to help you, you know, add value to, to your next client, isn't it? And also, um, so they understand the information that's been um, brought through for them yeah. as
0: well. The seven card spread that I'm working with at the minute goes through. Um, the first card is a strength or gift yeah. of yours. The yeah. second card is is what's happening right now. Yeah. The third card then is um, something that supports your happiness. The fourth card then is an obstacle or challenge Mm. at the moment. Yeah. The fifth is what the angels want you to know. The sixth is what your guides want you to know. And the seventh is what your heart wants you to know. Yeah. So that's the seven card spread that I'm using at the minute. That I'm, sounds I'm, like a nice. Spread. I'm really loving that spread at the minute, to be honest. Yeah, so.
1: I, I like that that way of prompting you as well in that manner. You know, because sometimes, as, as you'll know, uh, you need a, a little bit of direction. You know, when you're you're giving readings, sometimes um, you just need that focus, don't you? So that seven card spread is is absolutely perfect for that, by mm. the sounds of things. Yeah. yeah. Sounds
2: like it's popular as well for you, Phil, there. Yes. So, keeping yeah. you busy. Got a few
1: to do tomorrow. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I just ask there, Phil, as well, I know a few readers when they do card spreads, um, they the way that they deliver the reading, it almost comes out like a story. Yeah. It, one card leads seamlessly into the other and it is beautiful to watch that. Is that something that you embrace? It is.
0: Readers? I love the fact that, you know, you can get to the. I'll either put it. Um, I'll either do a summary at the end or an introduction to the card reading if I'm doing yeah. it typed. But there's always. There always seems to be a main theme across the cards. Right. Yeah. Um, and I can. It's nice that you can tie those cards into. So like card three might have tied into card one, and really nice that actually you can see that spread and that story across the cards. Yeah.
1: I also don't know about you, but I I find it fascinating. You know when you're shuffling the cards, there. I was just
2: going to say something
1: about uh, that. Go on, oh, carry on. <laughs> and, and they fly. But they're it, jumping out. That's jumpers. exactly what I was just
2: thinking. <laughs> fly out at yeah. random. And
1: yeah.
2: I was you, just about to say that.
1: <laughs> and you know, nine times out of ten, it, it's on point. Yeah. The the Absolutely. Meant. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. yeah. I was just going to say there, it's interesting how um, people <laughs> will select the cards. Some people will just randomly pick them, but generally. <laughs> Shuffling them and them, them jumping out.
0: Would you, so, let, would you <laughs> let the client
1: choose their own cards or would you choose the cards? Uh, for me, I, I let the client do it. Even if this is over the phone or online, I, I kind of shuffle the cards, I spread them in a long line, and I generally I tell the client that I'm doing this and I'll go from left to right with my index finger. I tell them when I'm starting and I, I get them to tell me to stop. And then that way they're putting their focus, their energy on that, and um, you know they select the cards that way, and um, it's for them, you see. So mm. that's that's the way I generally do it. If
0: I haven't got that client with me at the time, yeah. either face to face or or online, then I actually are you leave intuitively? That. I leave it with my guides. Yeah. To be honest, I yeah. get my guides to guide me and tell me where to stop.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good technique.
0: Yeah, so I'll leave it with, I'll leave it with, um, leave it with the consciousness, really. But yeah, other, other, other ways of doing readings, then because so we can, you can do water readings. Have you done water readings before? I
1: have, yeah, and sand as well. Yeah, that works well. It's almost you're tapping into the psychometry side of things, aren't you, Mm. with, with that. Yeah,
0: and water holds memory as well, so you can give... Yeah. So there was um, a technique that we did a while ago, to be honest, and somebody had their hand in the water... Right. ...and then, took it out, and you then you put your hand in the water uh-huh. and you were able to feel their energies in that water because oh, water like. holds memory, doesn't yeah. it? It holds memory. That's it right. Holds, it holds energy, so... You were able to do a reading, able to do a reading that way.
1: I once did a similar thing um, in a development class many years ago, uh, somebody else's development class, and I thought it was a genius idea. You all sat around in a horseshoe shape, or the uh, the class did, and there was a chair in the middle. Uh, now someone was told to go outside of the room, and then another member of the circle would actually sit in that. Uh, Chair in the center there yeah. for about five minutes. Then you was invited back into the room, and and your job was to sit in that very same chair in the middle and tune into your um, the feeling tone, tune into all your gifts, ask your guides, and you had to detect who sat yeah. out of the group in that chair. Yeah. And it, it it's amazing to witness that because you just feel it, like you say, you feel their presence, you feel their energy. Um yeah, it's a wonderful uh, little uh, mm. little trick to do that. Mm.
0: You have um uh, your your part of your working week Glenn, is a psychic um, spiritual development class. Yeah, that's right. What sort of things do you take people through on there?
1: um well we we kind of start at the beginning really um, get people used to uh, that discipline of, um, you know, um, an opening prayer for a start, then, uh, talk them through the chakra system and how to manage and open the chakras, mm-hmm. how to align their energy with the universe and also how to uh, expand their auric field in order for their sensitivity uh, to be heightened. Yeah. Uh, once we've kind of got to that stage, which is every week we do that because, you know, you need to install those uh, those basic things. Repetition, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Repeating, uh, yeah, fine tune.
1: Then we go through various subjects every week, um, various techniques, you know, cards being one of them, uh, pendulums, we've done that, um, other spiritual tools. We've also gone into um, tuning into energy, into buildings. You know, you've you've heard of uh, people say that house is haunted and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, We've looked into that avenue and how to protect yourself whilst you're doing that. And also, I've got to say that intention is key with everything that you work with when you're working with your guides and energy. um, They will never force things on you because that goes against your free will. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you to ask and be clear about your intentions. So before each class, what we do within the opening prayer is we set an intention for the evening's work and we'll put that in there. But... Um yeah we we cover a lot of topics in there we've we've done psychic art we've also done um questions and answers with your guides because right. as I'm sure most mediums will know um your guides give you the information but they can only give you so much and again it goes back to free will if you don't ask they won't give you any more details so mm. it's learning to ask these questions to your guides yeah Whilst you're communicating with your verbally with your mouth to yeah. your client, it's like multitasking. You're asking for the next piece of information to come mm. in, and it's getting used to that process. Quite
2: a skill, isn't it? And yeah. not
1: being afraid mm. to ask um, because they will bring it in. So two two conversations going off at once. Oh, it it really, can yeah. be exhausting, yeah. and a lot of the clients don't realise the mechanics of what's happening. And also, you'll appreciate this. Uh, julie and phil whilst you're doing this um you're feeling the energy from your clients as well yeah Yeah. and the energy of the room and so as a medium you have to be aware of what's going on all in that one moment and to decipher all that information in order to deliver it uh with as much detail as possible and clarity
2: yeah
0: Mm.
1: what about psychometry glenn yeah. We oh, tried yeah. that? I have. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful uh, thing to do. In fact, I did it on when we did the TV show there. Um we all laid our hands on a ruined church building on the walls of this church building. Yeah. And there were three mediums. We was all there and we was all reliving that experience of that building. It was like a film being played to us. Mm-hmm was also getting the emotions, the sorrow that happened within those walls, the, yeah. the energy created by the the prayers of intention and, and the singing as well. And the intrigue that goes off behind the scenes that you don't often hear about in a church, yeah. you know, uh, the hearsay, the rumours, it was picking up all Every of cell. that just by psychometry, laying on the hands and, and yeah. just allowing that energy to move its way through us and work with our spiritual tools to yeah, decipher. Yeah. It.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you ever worked with You can use like, jewelry as well? I was can't gonna you? say Julie actually, uh-huh. yeah. jewelry, actually. <laughs> yes. Jewelry, yeah. Jewelry for psychometry, yeah. 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 Brilliant. Do you know when you're doing um your groups? Yeah, how would you because you're online, aren't you, at the minute with I that, am, yeah. How would you um assist your students, let's say, your your learners whatever you want whatever you i don't know what you yeah, call students. <laughs> them students how would you assist them to connect with
1: their guides is is would, would you take them through different steps to do that or um yes uh, i'd use like um, it's kind of loosely based around a meditation and visualization techniques and you know we create um, a journey you know where yeah. we we implement using um, the vision for example you know imagine this color and then feel that uh, temperature you know say if it's uh, outdoors in nature feel that sun lashing down on your face and so you want to implement as much of the sensory element within your body as well so that you're aligned with that energy so it brings it
2: alive doesn't it
1: yeah and at that point then Mm. then i introduce um some dialogue so that they can um visualize a, a person walking towards them and mm-hmm. and it's a case first of all I encourage them to feel that that energy tone of that person rather than seeing them physically visually feel the energy and I also make a point of saying you know this person already you've felt that energy before it's familiar to you you're safe to trust that energy allow it to come forward mm. and from that moment then we we embark on encouraging the visual side of things. You know, so what does this person look like? What are they wearing? What are their mannerisms? What's their facial expression? And we we go through a similar like visualization technique like this. And one that I did, I encouraged them to sit on a bench like a park bench and invite their guide to sit down at, at the side of them and for them to have some sort of dialogue whether yeah. that was uh, in a spoken format or whether that was just like um a silent film with visual cues symbolisms and things like Images. that uh, just to to get that um that bond moving forward and building that bridge yeah um so yeah it's it's a very gentle technique because you are uh stepping into your clients' mind, your students' mind, so you've got to be mindful of of their um body language whilst they're in this state, you know. So whilst you're you're delivering this, um yeah, you just gotta have eyes and ears everywhere.
0: Yeah, definitely. When I've heard people I've I've heard people say I've asked I asked my guide to step my guides to step in. Yeah. Um I don't know if you use that <laughs> term yourself, Glenn. Where would you say, where would you visualize your guide standing or being, being. around you, around you, in your energy? Where would you visualize your guide being? At the back of the head or encompassing you
1: or? Yeah, for, for my main guide, what he does, um, as I've often um, said to my students there, to encourage them when they've met the guide in this visualization for them to give you a, a marker. Now, what a marker is, it's a an en- energetic signature that happens only between you and this guide. And so whenever you communicate, like you, you were saying there, with this um, energy, your guide, you know wholeheartedly that this is them because they've placed that sensation, that marker. Yeah. And to as- answer your question there, my guide's, um, my main guide in particular, um, he has a, a mustache, very thick mustache. He has thick sideburns. And so I can feel this facial hair appearing on, on myself. Yeah. I can feel He um, was very a stout gentleman. He'd it, it, it walked tall and uh, very proud. And I, I would get those sensations within my body as well. But the ultimate marker really for my guide is this mustache and the sideburns as soon mm. as I feel that on my uh, physical body um, I know that it's him and he's just like you say he's just stepped in he's, he's come into my body to allow that to occur
0: and so you have different markers then with different, different guys dif- all the different guides uh, if, if you work yeah, in individually I should say uh, yes yeah. yes
1: definitely um, the energetic guide um, when he does come in he comes in in two ways. Sometimes because he's an Indian in descent, you know, from India, I'll hear that um, sort of broken English in spoken to me in that mm. Indian accent or I might suddenly feel really hot for no apparent reason. Mm. And so he'll bring, yeah, you're quite right. They bring their own little markers and you learn to, to know who's who. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: When your work, Julie, because you work with, Atlantean energies, Egyptian energies. Yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel any difference in your own body when you're working with your with with those energies?
2: I just feel really strong when I'm doing an energy set, uh, session. I feel it in the stomach, the solar right. plexus. I just feel yeah. right. This is it, and it's sort of a no nonsense energy, um, and as if it's right. I need to do this, 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 and that's it. It's all sort of planned yeah. out, and then I intuitively. Goes with the session. Mm. It's a very strong energy I feel that I carry around and it tends to attract strong people or people in business, just people with strong personalities, or if they're not strong and they want to become stronger, it it, it tends to have that desired effect. Because obviously healing can be very relaxing and very gentle, but I do feel that I'm here to sort of inject quite a bit of, I don't know, more life, more... I don't know what the word is really. Yeah.
1: Positivity, healing yeah. and love. Yeah.
2: Just to lift, yeah, quite quickly. It's almost like uh, a firework, sort of. Um, you find the spot and then it just flourishes from there. Hmm.
1: And what about yourself, Phil, with with your guides? How do you uh, connect and how do you uh, understand them when they're around you? So I've been working with... Um...
0: Higher beings, more recently, um, yeah. angelics. Nice. Um, and what I also have been working with uh, Pleiadian energies as well. And I really yeah. feel, do you know, when I am working with those energies, heat from the top of my okay. back right up my neck, um, and that's that 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 seems to be the marker yeah. for that energy for those energies, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: for those Pleiadian beings
1: yeah do you do you feel it very subtle or is it an intense sensation oh, it, it can
0: be really quite intense all okay. of a sudden it, it can be quite intense all of a sudden with those energies um I've been working with um different energies've I've worked with worked with my dad my, my, my dad passed over ten years ago so my yeah, dad really. works as one of my guides I was always That's told okay. as well mm-hmm. that when my dad passed over um he was learning he he went to he passed over and and went to learn healing as well in spirit Mm -hmm. so throughout my development in healing uh it was almost like we were working together and learning
1: together in that That which was quite yeah yeah yeah. and did your dad was your dad into this sort of thing when he was on the earth plane i will say it was
0: not as much not as much as we are yeah really. he was aware though he was aware he was um wise beyond his years um and that he had, that, he had an ancient wisdom um my dad was um church church of england christian yeah uh, church warden oh, yeah. Um, okay. as well um so but yeah, that wisdom that my dad held actually beyond his years, and that was tra-
2: transmuted it into the healing.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've worked worked with my dad in spirit. So, I worked with my spirit team, that's the same as you, Glenn, called the spirit team in. Yeah. Um, um, starting to work more so now as well with um, the energy of Finn, my dog that passed yeah. away. Excellent. So working with Finn have actually been I've had my
2: had tattoo done. Tattoo done today. Oh, tell us about yeah. that.
0: Um so th- the tattoo that I've had done today is um It's very nice. M- in memorial of Finn. Um with paw prints and Finn's ashes um in the ink as well. Mm. So have oh. I had the ashes tattooed in. Special, isn't but it? But actually I felt really close to Finn today, like before we went out, before we went out, before we went out, um, it was like we were spending the day together. Yeah, mm. it's. I've had that feeling all day, like me and Finn were spending the day together. Yeah. So it's been it's been lovely. It's quite it of you know yeah. closer,
1: yeah, than before.
0: So yeah, so but I think our guides change all the time for different lessons. So we're always working yeah. with new guides, and um, I did some channeling on Easter Sunday morning, but I was, and I was working with Christ consciousness energy with that, bet that was which fantastic. was quite apt. And that was, again, that intense heat. Um, okay. I had to pull over cause I was driving home at the time and I had to pull over mm. and just, and just channel that energy. Um, and actually after, after I'd, after I'd, um, written that and, or, or typed that, that, that message. Yeah. Um, that intense heat went. So maybe it was almost. Maybe it was the heat of a, a, download, a download, an intense yeah. download, yeah. really. But
2: well, the Christ energy so, yeah. is around. It's a blue blue energy at the mm. moment. I've had that confirmed so, to me
0: this yeah. week. So yeah. thank you, Glenn. Very um, interesting. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you for your
1: insights. Thank you for allowing me to <laughs> to say them. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That came out. <laughs> yeah um we've got a we've got
0: a less than a minute so have you got any quick tips glenn for anybody that's starting
1: uh yes trust know th- know thyself get out in nature get mm. yourself clean watch positive things if you're watching tv listen to positive music and um stay away from anything that is a lesser vibration that's good advice brilliant yeah
0: Thank you. thank you. Thank you. very much. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Julie.
2: Thank well you, everybody, for pleasure. listening.
1: Namaste, everybody. Namaste. Namaste, everybody, and thank you. See you next time.
0: Thank you for listening and continuing to support full circle podcast we would love for you to subscribe and share don't forget to find us on our official facebook page Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.